baby all right the recording's already been running for the last minute while we talk about denmark christmas trees uh... <laughs> dude that, that's the intro right there episode one that's what the people want <laughs> christmas in august that should be the title of the first episode all right this is episode one of the banana land podcast we're covering college football week zero and we're gonna get to some nfl futures and maybe some picks, some leans, as my dog barks. Kevin, we're going to you first here. All right. Well, I already filled you guys in on some of my futures. I got Vikings plus 265 to win the division. Bills to win the Super Bowl plus 600. I got Herbert MVP plus 1,000. Comeback player of the year. This is all. Thank you, Connor. Chase Young, plus 1,400. Famous Jameis with the Lasix, plus 550. I already have one I hate, which I kind of want to go into a little bit more. Offensive Rookie of the Year, Pickens, plus 1,000. Immediately regret that one. Why so? I just don't think that, like, the targets are going to be there between Johnson, the Muth, and then you got Najee. And who knows who's going to be quarterback? Is it going to be Trubisky has to throw the football? Yeah, Trubisky has to throw it, and then who's the guy they just drafted? Pickett. Pickens. Pickett. Pickett. Yeah. So I mean, if Pickens does well, it's because of Pickett, right? (laughs) So I found I got two others that I really like. I got Pierce, the running back for Houston. Mm -hmm. He can steal that job. And then my wild card is Romeo Dobbs, Green Bay. Wide receiver? Aaron Rod- yeah, wide out with Aaron Rodgers throwing him the ball. You're buying into the, Plus, the rookie with Rodgers, though? I, I don't, but, I mean, you have Alan Lazard, and then who's the number two? Fair enough. Yeah, so those are the ones I was looking at. And then this is the one that's going to floor you all. Kirk Cousins, MVP, plus 5,000. <laughs> wow. There's, now, th- there's the spicy th- tuna. Yeah, there's there's correlation because I have the Vikings as the highest scoring offense, plus 2,000. And my reasoning is Captain Kirk, there's now a coach who no longer hates him and hates scoring. And then Bill Simmons. Well, who, who... Credit to him. You also backed up Vikings, what, win the division? What was the first bet? It's a lot of purple here. I'm, yeah. I'm very, very heavily invested in the Vikings, which I don't like looking at it on paper. I mean, I don't mind it, I've... though. You got to figure Green Bay your... takes one. a step back. The Bears are awful. Yeah. So Who's your 1.1 fantasy pick? Justin Jefferson. So you think he's the next Randy Moss is basically basically where you're leaning. I wouldn't say that. I just I think the dude's just unreal and I don't think Cousins has been been unleashed. Uh-huh. Like, I mean, you look at Kirk, he puts up numbers every single year. And that was with the coach who hated his guts and didn't like scoring. Hey, I mean, I I love the value. Yeah. 
I mean, that's the nuke to start the podcast. Will it probably hit? No. Do I have any faith in Kirk? Absolutely not. But can he put up about 350 passing yards, three touchdowns a game? Probably. And the then man, losing the wild card. The man loves empty stats in non-primetime games. Exactly. So there's my bomb. But yeah, I like I don't like Pickens at all. But like the more and more I look at it, the more and more I don't like that bet. Well, I saw he started at like like the I don't know tenth best odds, and since the preseason stuff, he's now like the odds-on favorite. So it just seems. Oh, he like, went up. Yeah. Just because he's, I think, yeah. hammered by the public, you know. Yeah, I threw on that at ten to one. I think it's down like seven to one or something right now, and I already don't don't like it as much as when I took it. I just, I don't, I just think it leans too heavy on quarterback play. Like, if it's Pickett, it's going to go to Pickett. So, I mean, I could be wrong, but I hope I'm not. Well, your ultimate wild card is if you get a Mason Rudolph start or two in there, then, then you're toast. But yeah, yeah, then then it's it's done. Like, that's the Najee Harris like three week stretch of him getting forty carries, and there's zero chance of that hitting. But other than that, I mean, Herbert, I love. That's like my that's my favorite one right there. Sorry, you I also have the yeah, and then I got the Chargers plus one thousand highest scoring team. And whole notes are Justin Herbert, period. This is a very Herbert loving podcast. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Plus a thousand. I am the lowest on him, and I still think he's very good. Yeah, I got also, I got him at yeah. I don't... Listening to this gonna be interesting podcast, it said that uh, every single the number one scoring offense has never finished inside the top ten the year before over the last ten years, and the Chargers are not a top ten offense. And four out of five, four of the last five highest scoring teams have had the MVP quarterback. Kirk. So it, it lines up that Herbert <laughs> Herbert could become the uh, MVP if, if the Chargers pop off and, and rack with a bunch of points. So Yeah, because I also know like there's like 12 games or something like that um, with totals right now over 50, and like 80% of that is AFC West team. So they're, they're yeah, shooting I mean, for the division. High scoring. Your yeah, your guys' division, you got – Mahomes, Wilson, Herbert, and you got Derek Carr, Hall of Famer. Like, how's that not a high-scoring division? See, laughing right there. <laughs> From Devontae Adams himself, Hall of Famer. Yeah, and Hunter Renfro is the second coming of Tyreek Hill. Renfro's a dog, Mark. Actually, I, I like that one. That was. Pretty I mean, funny. the other part of Herbert winning MVP too. Defense lost him a lot of games. Missed field goals lost him a lot of games. You got to figure that's going to bounce back with Khalil Mack, J.C. Jackson. Like that defense is going to be at the least top fifteen in the league. Yeah, and their coach is a wild man <laughs> who doesn't believe in punting. And like the high, they're a high tempo team. Like I mean, it's a perfect recipe. But fourth, the fourth. And eight, no problem. Yeah, go for it. All right, I'm gonna throw out 
the pick here that me and Ryan All right. are going to be in on. All right, let's see it. It's, it's over six and a half for the Detroit Lions. That was actually my first pick as wins. well. When I'm also that. hopping on them week one. Plus, plus four versus the Eagles. We're buying the Hart Knox hype. Dan Campbell. Is it at? Is it at Philly? Cheek, three toes. We're going to beat your ass. Firing me up. So, you want me to, to start? Take him? You want me to go combo with you on this, Kyle? Because that was my first pick as well. Yep. What do you got? I got, I got some nuggets for the Lions. One, the crazy man, Dan Campbell. He's always going to have this team ready to play. There's no way they don't come out with energy every single week. You want my second nugget? Here it comes. This team, besides the Thanksgiving game, they play at 930 in the morning, right? It's the first Mm -hmm. game of the day. Half the people are still asleep. Every other game they play is at 10 a.m. on Sunday. They have zero primetime games. No short How did weeks. That happen? Yep. No one likes the Lions, apparently. <laughs> Dan Campbell's going to feed on that. I thought they usually play the Thanksgiving Day game. I said yeah, besides they... that one week. Oh, gotcha. Oh, gotcha. So they play on oh. Thursday, the Thanksgiving. It's okay. the very first game. It's at 9.30 in the morning. Okay. Every other game they have is 10 a.m. Sunday. No well, London? No like, random? <laughs> no, no, no color rush on Thursday? <laughs> Not even getting the Lions Jets Thursday nighter. Nope. Yeah, on Amazon on Amazon Plus. <laughs> yeah. Also, PFF has this team ranked uh, third for offensive line play, so I think it's pretty unanimous. It's a top five offensive line. Jared Goff, very middle of the road quarterback, but if he's playing out of play action, I feel like he could he could win some ball games. And by the so way, we're looking, at, we're looking at six and a half, over six and a half. So we're we're not even betting on a winning record here. We're we're saying seven and ten, which I think is is very possible. Seven and ten. I also have a note here: Bears twice, Washington Commanders, Seattle Seahawks, Miami Dolphins, depending on how you feel about them, New York Giants, Jaguars, Jets, Panthers, all on their schedule. They have a last place schedule. Not a, not, a, not a lot of good clubs. So I'm also sprinkling Aiden Hutchinson, rookie of the year on defense. I'm not gonna lie, this is I, all based on hard knocks, and they were saying he's the real deal. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I was already high on him out of Michigan anyways, so I think if he comes out and gets eight or nine sacks and the Lions win seven games, I think he's probably defensive rookie of the year. So I had nowhere to go on that defensive rookie of the year. I just skipped it. Like I have no clue. So you got the Lions money line? Week one? Yeah. Or are you just taking the spread? I, I have the spread. I got I, I got plus four. Yeah. I got four. Four and a half. Depending on how you feel about action and, and the sharp moves, there's 35 sharp moves and we're three weeks out. So the sharps are moving on it and it's already moved to a point or two. Sounded like three and a half. So, yeah, I'm looking on covers right now. 
I like it. Um, I'll give my... I have some of the same bets as Kevin in the Herbert MVP, ultimate lock, lock it in. Run it to the counter. Chase Young, Jameis as comeback players of the year. Saints, good ball club. Think they can win some ball games. You know, Jameis, I think, is underrated. Uh, Chase Young as well. Just, I think it's just good value on you know a player who could be the depoy. So just getting that bounce back. Um, and then I'm not necessarily a Lamar Jackson truther. I could have been on record saying that that guy blows, but. I got Ravens, AFC North champs, and AFC champs. Um, I think they got the best coach in the league. They got were just decimated by injuries last year. I think it's a good comeback. I don't. Lamar probably still blows at throwing the football, but I think he can, you know, do enough with that defense. He's got his weapons back. That it's good value on you know catching the Ravens on the bounce back. I don't think the Bengals are necessarily anything special. Um, I think, you know, Joe Burrow, great great player, but I don't see them repeating what they did last year. Um, Browns, they they blow. I mean, they like to be blown as well. Yeah. Both. Both. <laughs> both. Um, so, yeah, I'm, on, should, I'm on the You should totally tweet Warren Sharp that comment about Lamar not being a pocket passer. I'm sure that'll go over well. I just... I mean, I just think he kind of blows. Like he, you know, I, I think he's he's good. He'll win. He'll, I think he's perfect for the regular season. They win a bunch of games and you know win the AFC North. It's just in the playoffs that's when it gets a little sketchy. But uh, I think they got the best coach in the league, so I think that can bring him somewhere. Yeah, um, I feel like contract here. Bengals are probably in for some Super Bowl hangover here. Yeah, and... I mean, I I like the Bengals roster. I like Joe Burrow, but I just think that that was just kind of blind luck last year a little bit. Yeah. You know, I don't necessarily think that they're any better than the Ravens or any other or anyone else in the AFC. So. Yeah, I feel like, especially with the NFL, every year is complete turnover. Like, there's teams that have gone to the Super Bowl and not gone back for, like, 20 years. Right. Like, it's, not, mm-hmm. it's not like the NBA where you're going to see the same franchises continually I mean, it's pretty much proven now that every single every single year in the NFL, half the playoff field turns over. Yeah, and I feel like with the Browns, we know what's going on with Deshaun. They're not going to win that division with them being out for eleven, twelve games, whatever it is. I mean, I know the we're, Steelers. Have, Steelers have ran this division, and they're last in the odds to win it. So, I mean, I know we're Browns biased Raider G. fans. I know we're biased Raider fans, but. Three like, four. The Raiders Bengals playoff game was close. The Chiefs should have beat the Bengals probably. They blew a second half lead. That was insane. And then maybe you're viewing this Bengal team completely different coming into the year. Right. I mean, I I think they got a little bit better on like paper, but I think they're just in for natural regression on, you know, close games, stuff like that. You know, you're not gonna win. Uh, I kind of feel the same way about the Raiders in terms of the close games they have, but I think it's hard to tell this year with the coaching staff what they're going to do. So, yeah, I'm you, not touching. I'm not touching. Do you think Burrow allows the regression though, or do you think he's just built like well, more contender every year? I think Burrow puts him in the playoffs every year now. I just think the Ravens are built to win just regular season games. Like they got definitely have a better defense. Lamar 
Lamar is probably the most shifty athletic player in the entire league. So you, I think you're just betting on uh, who's that new receiver they got? Bateman. I, I'm also high on yeah. Bateman. Fantasy. Yeah. No, he he was a rookie last year. Right, right. But Love I, my guy. I, second year wide receivers always seem to. That's kind of when the jump takes place. So I'm high on Bateman. Mm-hmm. I think he can help Lamar. Mark Andrews. You know, I think he's potentially the best. Mm. Has the best opportunity for you know, tight end. Kel, I think Kelsey will come back down to earth a little bit with no hill and all that. So I just, you know, I'm in. I'm yeah. in on the Ravens. The I, like only... it. I still think the Ravens are the best team in that division. The only reason I'm a little down on them is just I kind of think the Steelers are going to be, like, better than people think. Like, not that they're going to be they good. Just... They're not going to be a playoff contender. But I think they're going to still be, like, 8-9 and nine and be a pain in the ass to play. Yeah, I mean, we'll do you think they keep their streak going? Like uh, I don't see the records. I, I don't see the Ravens going six and zero or five and one in division play. Well, do you think the Steelers th- have a winning record? My thing with the Steelers is they got no. Mitch, and Mitch is just a known. He'll blow. He's going to blow at least two games, and then he'll be benched eventually. I think, but you can count him to lose a few games for the Steelers at least. Uh, but I do think that's if not. Well, I mean, the they best. want they. Playoffs, or they almost went to the playoffs with, or I think they did go to the playoffs. Yeah, they did. They, they, they have like a, it's like a like twenty-year streak of a winning time. record. <laughs> it's insane. They just they don't lose. But I agree. I think the Ravens are the best by far, and I think this is the Lamar Jackson, like, give me half a billion year. Yeah, and I mean, it to win the AFC Championship to go to the Super Bowl. Also, it's, you know, we might like. Like the Bills or something like that, but I just think the value is there um, after the down year, so I'm I'm in on it. I like it. We got any others? I got a few more win totals. I forgot to throw out. I have one I have more. A, yeah, I, I got one. Go ahead, here. <clears throat> Chicago Bears have the worst regular season record, Ooh. and also the under on their uh, win total. I'm completely out on the Bears. They have one of the worst offensive lines in the NFL. Justin Fields is running for his life and looked absolutely terrible last year. Um, their second round left tackle is currently sitting behind a seventh round pick rookie this year. Yeah, so it was, uh, sounds like Alex Leatherwood. Yeah, they, they traded away Khalil Mack. They lost pieces on the defense. They're looking think, to trade Smith. Yeah, I don't think this team mm-hmm. has any hope for this year. I don't think they're looking to win. And I feel like Justin Fields is a second-year quarterback. He already had a tougher year. I don't think it's going to be much better for him. I think. I would. I would like to hear anybody rebuttal the Bears over on their win total. Yeah. <laughs> okay, exactly. I can do like, that. You ready? <laughs> so every every team in the division. Come the final like three weeks of the season, are already either going to be seated, or they're not going to be like playing for seating. Like they're not going to be playing for shit, and it's all going to be backups. And that's how that win total is going to sneak over. No, you're going with What's the backup cover. What's that? Five and a half or six? Let's take a look here. I had, I believe, I have five and a half. All right, I'm going to pull up their schedule. Can that, take that's the- like, I mean. You, you to want to rebuttal, can you take the alternate line at it, three and a half? It's currently at 
five and a half under five and a half is plus one twenty five. Can you I'll take, take the, the alternate? I, I I think five and eleven is twelve. Okay. Is, is so I got their schedule here: Niners loss at Green Bay loss, home Texans win. Then you have at the Giants. That's 50-50, Danny Dimes, in my opinion. Yeah. Then you got loss to the Vikings. Then you have Carson Wentz, 50-50. Belichick loss, Cowboys loss, Miami loss, Detroit loss, at Atlanta. That might be a win. Then you have at the Jets, maybe. Then you got Philly. Philly, they have Buffalo on Christmas. Are they That's even going to be playing their piece. starters? Yeah, but are they going to be playing their starters? Is that already wrapped up? Oh, yeah, because you got three, you got three playoff teams matter. to end the year. They can throw whoever yeah. out there. Then you got at Detroit and then Minnesota to end the year. My favorite part of that whole list was you were just like, Lions win. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> I yeah, just feel I like, like for the odds that you're getting at plus 700 for them to have the worst record. I mean... Oh, it's plus 700? Oh, I like that. Yeah, it's... I, right I now, it's kind of sitting at plus 750. The teams below them are the Atlanta Falcons, the Texans, and the Seahawks are tied with them. I think the Texans... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to piggyback off you there. This is my favorite bet. Seahawks under five and a half. Walk that bad boy in. Plus 112. <laughs> Was that a homer pick or? Yeah. I'm actually going to back up Kevin on that one. I actually think. Kyle, what's the odds for Seahawks' worst record in the league? Plus 750 tied with the Bears. I would sprinkle it on both and just hope that you profit because the Seahawks have the AFC West and the NFC West on their schedule. Yeah. Not that they're the worst team, but. Dude, I. I've looked at the Seahawks schedule more than the Niners, and I just smile with all the losses on there. It's so wonderful. <laughs> well, back anyway, to Kyle's to... NFL futures here to touch on. Say what? On Kyle's we also have the, the Niners to absolutely floor them week one at minus six and a half. I would probably get in sooner. I think it's already gone to seven now. So you're kind of you're yeah, kind of fighting that, that. You're fighting that line. Unfortunately, couldn't play the six and a half. But we also I played a teaser for them in the Broncos, six point teaser. Bring them down to pretty much money line on both the Broncos mm-hmm. to beat the Seahawks and the Niners to beat the um, the Bears. Uh, I just think you know, week one anything can happen. But I think you just got to bet on you know. The Niners are potential, you know, Super Bowl contender. You hope they go in Thank there. You. So it's going to, yeah. You. You're welcome. That means a lot. Thank you. You also have Russell Wilson versus. Yeah. So I think it's one? kind of a narrative game there, too. You know, like Russell Wilson, he wants to go in there. I think they put a 50 on him. I don't know how low on the Broncos, the but I think that's the week. They're going to kick the shit out of them, and I can't wait. It's going to be yeah. so great. Yeah. Sorry to your wife. Whatever. 
You can keep that in too. Oh, she she's already fully aware. She's like, I'm so happy I'm going to be distracted by a screaming baby on Sunday that I don't even have to watch. No. That's, our, that's where she's at right now. It's, it's tough to hear that she's more in on the screaming baby than the Seahawks, but... I mean, I'm very in on Drew Locke. I don't know about you guys. I cannot wait for the Drew Locke experience. As a Raider yeah. fan, I'm and so he's... He's been a consistent W for the Raiders, so love that. We really chat. change places. You get the Drew Locke experience, and we get the Russell Wilson experience. Not great. Not a great yeah. trade-off. No. No. I mean, for me, it was great. For you, not so much. But now you have to deal with Russell Wilson that I've dealt with for a decade. All right. Does anyone else have anything for NFL? NFL, I have one. Mm-hmm. It's kind of an either or. Eagles win the division plus one sixty five or Eagles over nine and a half wins at minus one ten. So you're in on the Eagles pretty have, big, huh? Well, kind so of feeding like into five line. Kind of there it's ranked number one right now. Um, kind of feeding into Kyle's point with the what was it, the the scoring team, the highest scoring mm-hmm. team the following year has fallen outside the top 10. The Cowboys were the highest scoring team last year. So you can imagine some regression on the offense. Um, overall, I'm not confident in the Giants or the Commanders. If, I don't know if you guys are. Carson Wentz blows. Yeah, I have the Giants over seven and a half wins. Um, overall, like the weapons, A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, Goddard, Miles Sanders, number awesome. one offensive line. I feel like Jalen Hurts is really the big question. Like, can he break out into a stud? If he can't, even if he's like middle of the road quarterback, I still think this team wins 10, 11 games. Yeah, at least fantasy wise, Hurts is being ranked as like the number three or four quarterback right now. Yeah. So, so I, I think mean, for they're me, all expecting him to, to rack up yards. So for me, well, it's probably not like well, a like... love the Eagles, but I like the division they're in. And. Mm-hmm. I think they're definitely a top seven, six team in the NFC for sure. They'll probably go what, like six and two in the division. Yeah, Carson Wentz is four and two quarterback. Four and two, bad quarterback. Yeah, so they'll beat up on Wentz and Danny Dimes, and you split with the Cowboys. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean think the Cowboys are in trouble this year. I don't really like their line. Sucks. I don't really like the strength of schedule stat because I feel like the league changes so much year to year. But preseason, they have the second easiest schedule on strength of schedule. I like, I like it. it. I like it a lot. So I, I, I would take the division at plus 165 just because the juice is better. But if you want to just go over 9.5 at minus 110, I like that too. Yeah. I'll piggyback on this a little bit. I think going under on Dak Prescott's yards to fade the Cowboys a little bit more. It's forty-two fifty. That's we talked about Kirk Cousins a little bit. That's higher than Kirk Cousins. Um, you know they're basically the same player, minus the rushing yards. Pretty much, yeah. Like you... He is. I mean, Dak Prescott's passing yards total is pretty much the same as Stafford. It's higher than Kirk Cousins, and I think the Cowboys are going to regress this year. 
they had the number one scoring offense. I don't think that that's going to sustain this year. I think they're going to drop off. No. I, I think their line is worse. I think they're in trouble. I think I think Jerry Jones is going to feed Zeke too much. I think CD, I think they move him around. To I think if they left him in the slot, X receiver, he'd be better off. If they keep moving him around, I think it actually is going to hurt him. And I think one of their offensive linemen just went down with like a hammy or something today or yesterday. Yeah, well, they're going to keep feeding Zeke because they paid him. I mean, uh, Jerry wants that investment. But it's not going to work. Yeah. This is last year too, so they're probably going to try to run him into the ground. And also, I give him like 500 carries. The Cowboys every single year are the most public heavy team, and so pretty much all their lines are inflated because every year people think they have all this talent, and it never it never turns out. They never end up meeting their expectations. So, I'm, yeah, I'm it's all them, Lake, them Laker Yankee Cowboy fan combos betting everything. Hammer and Dax, you can see the overs. I like CD a lot, but I don't know. Yeah, it's not an anti-CD thing. It's just a not believing in the Cowboys as a team. Yeah, not for sure. I mean, they they'll still be good, but I like if I had to guess their record, I'd go like eight and nine. The one. The, the one team I think is almost a lock to win the division this year is uh, Indianapolis Colts. Yes. They were, my, they were my Colts last year, and Carson Wentz. Our. Our Colts last year. Coral. Carson Wentz uh, did us dirty, but I think Matt Ryan's a huge upgrade, and I think that the Titans have huge regression coming. They're the number one seed. I don't think – I don't even see them making the playoffs this year. So I think it's Colts. Colts win the division is – Nothing's a lock, but it seems good value. I mean, I would have rather have had Sam Ellinger than Wentz. So I think Matt Ryan is a massive upgrade. Yeah. I mean, they got a great O line. I like their coach. Great running back. Pittman is a, is, is a dog. Mm-hmm. Um, they got the best linebacker in the league, I think. One of top three. I'll give them that. So, yeah, they're good. All right, we got any other ones? I got one more weird I'm one. Good, I, got, NFL I, got, now. I have some college picks to give out once we get to it. The only other weird one I got is Jags over six and a half plus 100. <laughs> wow. I don't, I don't know if you can get me in on this one. Yeah, you're an anarchist. On the Jags? Yeah. Yeah. I can get in on it. It's where I live. Trevor Lawrence jump or what? What's the, you know, what's the thought I think here? Lawrence and then getting Etienne back is going to be massive. I mean, they lost a bunch of like, close games last year, and I think they got more weapons now. And I just think six and a half for a team kind of on the rise is a little low. I mean, you're going to double your money. So, Will their coach get a lap dance in the bar halfway through the year this year? Yeah, they lost street cred. For Doug? Yeah. I don't think Doug will do that. <laughs> Doug will just fight the other coaches. Perfect. I'm not, I'm not anti this take, Kevin. I just can't have my money on the Lions and the Jaguars this year. That's just <laughs> well, not. That's, that's where you draw the line. Yeah, Ke- I mean, Kevin's I got, going. If Kevin's you're, going Jags, Lions. I got, I got one more. I got Atlanta Kirk over Cousins. five. No. Falcons over nope. five plus 115. Can't get me on that either. As a podcast. That's another, that's, that's another weird one. As a podcast. There's so many first-round picks. 
<laughs> as the podcast, the Bears, Lions, Raiders, Browns, Jaguars, you can't bet mm-hmm. on more than one of those teams at a time. Yeah, I know last year I fell Jets. into the of betting the Jets every week last week because they were 10-point dogs, and you know, I was like, oh, they can, they just get steamed every week. It's Sometimes sometimes it's best to I'm just waiting for Zach Wilson. I'm waiting yeah, for Zach think... Wilson to come back, and I got to track when like he's playing the opposing QBs like Hot Mom or something. Well, yeah. there's back there, but the Mormon, that's an angle. The Mormon yeah. Mahomes, yeah, Mormon missile, next level angle. <laughs> Zach, bang your mom, Wilson. Damn right. Watched him live at Boise State University on the blue turf. Smacked him around a little bit. No big deal. Sidebar, surf turf, better than the blue turf. This go, game, go. actually, they beat us like 49 to 13 that year. So. Sorry, sorry, Kyle. <laughs> surf turf is better. Yeah. The chance? Yep. <clears throat> I'm a big surf turf guy. All right, I'm going to hop. We're going to hop to some college football. Before we wrap it up here, this is week zero, so there's not too many games. Mm. Uh, I got one. This is this is typically my specialty. Um, not to not to toot my own horn here. But let's let's check the record. Sixty-eight and forty last year on college football plays, ladies and gentlemen. We're up twenty-eight units. So, I and and listen, you're not going to get a lot of Alabama. Playing Georgia picks for me. I'm living. I'm living in the in the muck, betting Wyoming and and UTEP. You know, Hawaii 11 p.m.ers. That's that's where we we live. So uh, I'm gonna start it off. I'm gonna go under 44 in Wyoming, Illinois. Love it. Um, I'm not gonna lie. I know nothing about Illinois. But I watched one game last year, and their offense is absolute shit. <laughs> it's ugly. It's it is horrible. so ugly. It's like prime Big Ten in the winter. I watched Illinois versus North- Northwestern play like a 10-degree game, and neither of them can move the ball whatsoever. Yeah, 7-3 barn burner. So you're getting Wyoming, who's the same kind of team. Boise plays them every single year. They other than when they had Josh Allen, they never scored more than like twenty-four points. Like that's like a high-scoring game for them. And I feel like week zero, this is going to be the first game on on TV. I think the public's going to like to go over. We're going under mm-hmm. here. This is going to be like seventeen, thirteen. Run it out. Is this the lock of the week? <laughs> This, I, I think that's my lock of the week here. Um, the only other one I have is also an under. It's North Texas UTEP. Um, I know nothing about those teams, so I'm just going to tell you on that. UTEP played Boise last year, and all they had was good running backs. And all they did the rest of the year was run the football. And North Texas is an air out team. But I think week one on the road, I think I think on a, on a bigger number like fifty four, I, I don't think this is going to go over. Those those are my two for week zero. It's a little bit of a tough slate, but I, I feel pretty good about those. I have I think one. I'm already, I think I'm already telling those. 
I have one, not super confident in it, but UNR plays New Mexico. Uh-huh. This line opened up at 10.5 for UNR. Mm-hmm. And because of the new coach and all their wide receivers are new transfers, they feel like there's too much newness to it, I guess. But this line's moved all the way down to 8.5. And, and if you bet UNR minus 8.5, you're just betting that they're more talented and that New Mexico's not a good team. Yeah. And I, I feel like I could jump on some UNR minus eight and a half. Yeah, New Mexico opening at 11 was actually one that I liked. But then it moved all the way down to like eight at one point or eight and a half. And yeah, there's a lot scary. of money on New Mexico. And I feel like now that's moved down that much, you should jump back on UNR. Yeah. And New Mexico State is an FCS school and they're not they're not that great one either this isn't like North Dakota's like they get smacked around all the time so yeah so the only thing you're worried about is Carson Strong left Nevada last year his NFL quarterback and a new head coach but you're just betting that real D1 talent is just going to win out there I don't mind that where's a bad ball pool I have um, heard New Mexico State winning a lot of ball games. The only other one I'm going to give out, this is a week one play. I think we all need to be hopping on Ohio State minus 15 versus Notre Dame. I mean, um, really? This is like number two versus number five, and this is a 15-point spread. Notre Dame. You think Ohio just smacks them? Yeah, calling Notre Dame fraudulent every year. Notre Dame is also like the Cowboys, a public team. Everyone likes their Notre Dame. They're Manti Teos. It's all fake news. Uh, Everything I've heard on Ohio State is they're going undefeated. Yeah, I've heard Ohio State, even above Georgia, is probably the team that would dethrone Alabama this year. They figured out a, a, a shit ton on defense, and C.J. Stroud's probably the Heisman favorite. I think week one, I think a lot of people will hop on Notre Dame seeing how big the spread is and just looking at a two-versus-five matchup, but I think Ohio State is just going to score a ton of points. So I, I've already hopped on that. I think it moved already to 16. That's my, that's my, that's my number one week one play right now. Full disclosure, I have not looked at week one yet. I have one pick, or actually I have a full game hammer. I just have a uh, Hawaii money line, plus nine, over 53 and a half. Rainbow Warriors, baby. And my notes are late night, Hawaii over Chase. That is my my notes on this one. I mean, Vanderbilt. Never a doubt. Vanderbilt, their win total was two and a half. And they play Hawaii, and they play an FCS school. And they haven't won an SEC game in, like, five years. So, I think you're just – Has an SEC school ever not won a game? Didn't Kentucky do that a couple years ago? Vandy does it all the time. Yeah, I think – They literally can't compete. So, it's an SEC school, but it's not a very good one. Like, they're realistically, like, wouldn't even win the Mountain West every year. So, Give me, give me some Hawaii. That is my 
college football analysis for the week. My my only college football plays is week one, so the next next week, not this not this Saturday, but next Saturday is uh, the Utah Utes going into the swamp. I'm on the record as a as a Gator truther. I'm fading. Tailed it. Um, and then uh, I haven't bet it, but I'm thinking about it. I'm gonna think I'm gonna bet the Arizona Wildcats and want not win a single ball game this year. Um, not a good club. Not a good club. Yeah, not a good club. Horrible school. Terrible. So we got two college homer picks. We got UNR and U of A. Yeah, but I got U of A not to. U of A fade. Long. Oh, U of A fade. My bad. I That's mean, while we're at it. Dedication. While we're at it, I have Boise State money line versus Oregon State in week Knew one. It. Another Knew homer it. pick. But I got a plus 150, and we're down to plus 120. So the lines moved to me. Avalos, year two. Hank Bachmeyer, four-year starter. This is the best defense Boise has had in 10 years. This might be a blowout in Corvallis, ladies and gentlemen. Lock it in. For any future listeners, when I bet Texas money line over Alabama, do not tell me. Plus 750, baby. Not this year. Maybe in a few years when Archie comes. Well, horns, baby. They're back. Yeah, once you have, once you have Arch. Arch Manning. Yeah, well, they're not ready for Quinn Ewers either. So, <laughs> all right, right, I think I think that might be it here. For our oh, I got some ba- I got some baseball plays game. real quick. All right, throw throw them out. My bad. All right, here we go, and then we're done. White Sox is all division winners. White Sox plus three hundred. Brew Crew plus four fifty five. Wow, fucking pain. Fucking pains me. Braves plus two oh five. And then my nuke Rays plus sixty six hundred. You're on you're fading the Cardinals? I'm out on the Rays. The Rays are only seven games back. Yeah. I'm still out. Do a doable. It's yeah, possible. I'm out on the Cardinals. Yeah. I think the Brewers, if they get healthy, now they got Woodruff and Peralta back. They're only six back, but I I love Atlanta, but I hate it for the ramifications of my personal life. If they win and if they win again, the World Series. You're anti-Atlanta? I'm anti my buddy who is a big Atlanta fan, and I can't deal with him for another he's, year. He's dealing oh, the Chipper, with a – The Chipper guy? He's dealing with a Lakers-Colts-Braves fan. So, so Kobe – at least he's on a LeBron guy. Oh, no, no, he is a big LeBron guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, well, fuck. On the stake, you yeah. guys. Yeah, he's the uh, he's a sportscaster, so he just runs his mouth all the time, and I, I can't. Can't handle it. Can't do it. And then my World Series matchup, Mets-Astros. Mets plus 475. I like the Astros, even though I hate the Astros. They're 385 right now. I just think the Mets have too much pitching, but there's a baseball segment for the first pod. I don't know much about baseball, but I feel like after the Hummer and O.Co., the A's might go on the road. <laughs> what a, <they're laughs> only, how many back are you guys right they're now? They're only like 28 back. Uh, they're close, 34 and a half. Yeah, I there mean, you go. You can get a Hummer at the stadium. 
I mean, who that's gonna fire up the ball club? I mean, it was hot dog night too, so that's pretty damn funny <laughs> for all 200 fans. <laughs> All right. Hey, also, think... hey Ryan, your uh, your Mariner bet's not looking too hot either. My what? Your Mariner bet's not looking too hot either. Nope. Yeah, they're toast. Mariners dead. Yep, twelve and a half back. Done. Yeah. Working it. All right, I think that might be it here for the first ever Banana Land podcast. On the way out here. I will be throwing out that we should all be betting Brentford versus Everton in the English Premier League. Me and Dirty Kevin made a lot of money over the last couple of weeks. I'll be throwing oh, these out radically. Yeah, speaking of that, dude, I was on like a 14-day hot streak that I didn't realize, and I was up like 30 units in a week. I was telling Ryan this. I was like, I went from five followers to like 65. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And I kept looking. I'm like, oh, shit, Premier League and We were betting Baseball. Scottish. Scottish soccer. High high level Scottish <laughs> soccer. Some Bundesliga mixed in. Yeah, we're 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 starting off well there. But yeah, this we're is good. gonna be it for uh for week one of the Banana Land podcast. We'll be back for week one of the college football full slate. And then uh once NFL gets going, we're we're gonna be going full speed throwing out a ton of bets. So Cheers boys. Anyone have any closing statements? All right. Bet the ponies. Banana land locks. Bet the ponies. Tail the picks. All right, boys, we're out of here. Peace. Ponies for life.